Well, hey everybody, welcome to episode 243 of the Ankeny Fanatic Weekly Podcast. As always, it's brought to you by our good friends at Coldwell Banker Mid-America. Coldwell Banker is rooted in the legacy of our founder, renowned businessman and philanthropist Marvin Pomeranz. We continue to tell his story through our love of people, homes, and the communities we serve. Our integrity guides are focused to empower people to make the best real estate decisions possible. We pair local ownership and knowledge with the power of an international brand and the most advanced technology to elevate the customer experience and expectations. Our network of resources allows us to be the number one Coldwell Banker franchise affiliate in Iowa, guiding you home for over 30 years. All right, well, we're going to talk a lot of boys wrestling today. My first guest is the head coach of the Yankee Centennial squad, and he has guided the Jaguars to a 9-0 record thus far. On Saturday, his team won the Centennial duels for the seventh consecutive year. He is Jay Groth. Jay, thanks for joining me. How are you doing? Great, Dan. Thanks for having me. Hey, you bet. Well, congratulations on an outstanding season thus far. Uh, your team is five meets into the season. Uh, you've got three more on the schedule before the Christmas break. You know, are you happy with where, where you guys are at right now? Yeah, yeah. The guys are really wrestling pretty well. Um, we, you know, we're still working on uh, figuring out on all the lineup spots and who they're going to be and where they're going to be and kind of fighting through some early injuries. But, uh, you know, we're fortunate that we've got a lot of depth. Our junior class really, I mean, the numbers are great. I think we got like 23 or 24 juniors out still, and that's awesome because they're working hard and uh, wrestling well, and they're they're versatile and they're they're willing to go up, you know, I'll go this up two weights, down the weight, you know, whatever I can do to help, and they're 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 really helping us a lot. Well, yeah, you needed that depth on December 2nd when you guys traveled to Cedar Falls for the Keith Young Invitational. Uh, you guys did place uh, second up there, and that was the first time that you guys have ever competed at that tournament. Uh, you finished just seven and a half points behind Dubuque Hempstead. But I know you were missing a few guys, you know, from your regular lineup uh, that day. You know, so if you guys had been at full strength, do you think you guys could have won that tournament? I think if we would have had one other wrestler, mm-hmm. we would have won that tournament. We uh, wrestled really well there. The guys we had there, we brought some extra guys there, that, uh, like Danny DeBolt, who... Uh, made it to the finals and he didn't score any team points for us so uh, even if he would have been the guy that scored points that, that day we would have won the tournament so yeah I was really pleased with how we performed at Cedar Falls and uh, it was a good spot for us to go we get the rest of some schools from the east side of the state which we don't get an opportunity to do as often as I'd like so um, I thought it went well I know the setup was a little dicey but you know two mats in one gym and three mats in the other, but next year they'll be in a brand new high school, so I'm excited about going back and, uh, and competing there again. We had three individual champions at that tournament, uh, ninth ranked Cody Vandermark at 120 pounds, uh, number two Lucas Brule at 150, and number seven Ariel's at 165. You know, you have to be happy with the way all three of those seniors are wrestling. Yeah, for sure. They're, they're uh, getting after it, and uh, you know, all of them have great leadership skills and great work ethic, and and put in a lot of time in the off season and during the season, and um, I just couldn't be happier with the way they're performing right now. Well, Cody's off to a great start, and I'll be talking to him here in a few minutes. You know, do you feel like he's wrestling at a different level this year now that this, that this is his last go around? I do, I do. I think he's uh, performing at a really high level. Only going to get better. Um, you know, he got had a knee injury last year um, in the off season, had that taken care of, and like I told him in the off season. Uh, we got to look at the silver lining there, and he had to develop some other skills. His hand fighting is way better. His movement uh, on his feet is way better. Um, so he, rather than you know, kind of lick his wounds and feel sorry for himself, he just dedicated himself to getting stronger and better and, and improving where he could. 
And now that he's back to full strength again, uh, you know, he's got all those new tools plus the tools he had before. So uh, wrestling really well. Well, your team then dominated the Centennial Duels on uh, Saturday. You defeated your five opponents by an average margin of 57 to 18. Uh, you had four guys who won a perfect 5-0 and on the day, including Max Daybold at 144. Uh, he had four pins and a tech fall. You know, that was another impressive performance by all your guys, wasn't it? It was. It was. They wrestled real well. Um, you know, a kid like Max Daybold, who's a, a freshman, you know, he's coming in with uh, a lot of wrestling experience. He and his, his dad traveled all over the country in the last three or four years, and have wrestled in some really big tournaments. Uh, you know, he's AAU state champ last year, uh, Tulsa national preseason champ this year. Um, he just, uh, he loves the sport. Um, you know, he's a freshman, so uh, he's learning the expectations and, and things. Uh, you know, he didn't wrestle at the Keith Young because uh, he didn't make weight. And, uh, you know, that said, it, it's a team sport, even though a lot of people see it as an individual sport. And, and you know, the, as a freshman, sometimes you, you, you learn those lessons the hard way. But, you know, I, I, I see him maturing, you know, as a wrestler and as a, an athlete and a teammate every day. So I'm, I'm pleased with his progress. He's got a good name for a wrestler, Max DeVolt. He just sounds like a wrestler, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> he does. He does. And, and he, he loves to be on the mat. So that's awesome. Well, your team has two other ranked individuals right now. Uh, Kel Vandermark is third at 113, and Isaac Brule is fifth at 157. Now, I know Isaac has been out for a while with a concussion. Do you expect him back soon? Uh, Isaac will be in the lineup on Thursday when we wrestle Dowling tomorrow. Uh, so excited to get him back. And, uh, you know, he looked great in practice today. And, uh, you know, he's just a, a tremendous athlete and a good leader. So glad to have him back in the lineup. Um, you know, we're, uh, like I said, we're, we're putting the pieces in place. I'd much rather have that puzzle halfway solved in, in January, or I mean in uh, December than I would in February. So I know when when late January, early February roll around, we're gonna have everybody where they need to be. And uh, I'm just excited about the process. And uh, you know, we, we have a good team. And uh, I keep telling my coaches and, and the wrestlers that, you know, let's have some fun with it. You know, let's not stress out all the time about winning and losing and uh, you know if we just go out and have fun and perform then the results take care of themselves so we're just working on scoring points and having a good time well you guys are off to a 2-0 start in the CIMO conference uh, you posted a 39-24 win over Waukee on November 30th and you uh, traveled to Urbandale last Thursday and came away with a 48-21 victory and I know you guys will have some uh, tougher meets coming up later in the season uh, you go to number two Southeast Polk on January 18th and then the, then to number seven Waukee Northwest a week later and those are the two highest ranked teams in the conference in the current rankings you know I'm sure you'd like to be in a position though going into those meets to have a chance to win the conference dual meet title for sure for sure and I think like I said if we continue to improve and and uh you know whoever's in our lineup like i said we're we we've got great depth and 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 uh, some talented kids who want to be out there competing so you know i don't know it's in the sport like wrestling it's hard to know if you're ever 100 percent healthy with whoever you think are the guys that are in that spot so uh, you know we're just kind of old cliche but the next guy up is the guy that's going to be on the mat and they're going to go out and wrestle their heart out and again score points, have fun, and I think we can contend with anybody in the conference and in the state right now. Well, your team will also host a big meet against uh, Ankeny on January 11th. Now, the Hawks have won the last three meetings in the series, so I imagine your guys, especially, you know, the seniors who have never beaten them, you know, they're going to be pretty pumped up for that one, aren't they? I hope so. I hope so. You know, that's, uh, I think, just it's a month away right now, so we really haven't 
thought too much about it. Um, but yeah, cross town rivalry, that's always uh, a big goal for everybody. And, and uh, we'll look forward to it and we'll, we'll be ready for it. And uh, it'll be fun and uh, be great to see those big crowds in the wrestling or in the gym. And, you know, I'm, I'm pumped about it. I think we got a great shot at, uh, at, at getting that, that one back this year after a couple years of them uh, getting the best of us. We well, mentioned the meet tomorrow night against uh, Dowling. Now the Maroons have already defeated Ankeny in a meet that came down to criteria. How do you think you guys match up with the Maroons? I think we match up really well. I'm excited about the uh, the duel. Um, they've got some good young kids, and uh, we got some kids in there that we match up with them in the right spots. And um, I think if we wrestle to our ability, then uh, we're gonna we're gonna take it to them. We I'm got excited because uh, I just throw a. You know, we got Chad Loman coaching over at Dowling, uh, coached against uh, John and Blake Meeks, who both wrestled for me back in the day. Mm -hmm. John Nicholson was at the girls' meet last night. Um, and uh, at, at our tournament, we had uh, Evan Johnson, who coached at Centennial with us. And um, and then Zach Owens, who wrestled at Centennial, was another coach. So this is so far in late November and early December, it's uh, six former uh, coaches and athletes that we've got a chance to wrestle against. So that's been a lot of fun. You, you got quite a tree out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it's just great to see those guys still loving the sport and, and sticking with it and giving back to a sport that gave, you know, helped out so much. So. Well, you guys will then travel to Fort Dodge on Saturday for the Don Miller Invitational. Uh, your team placed second at the tournament uh, last year behind Fort Dodge, and I assume the Dodgers will be the team to beat again uh, this year. Uh, they're currently ranked third. Uh, will there be some other quality teams there? Yeah, yeah. There's always, and they've added a few new teams, and, and honestly, I mean, I've talked to their coach a couple of times just uh, about bringing some extra kids and that sort of thing. So I don't even, I haven't even checked to see what the extra teams are that he added. But uh, there's always, a, you know, Emmitsburg's a solid team. Fort Dodge, obviously, Webster City's got some great kids. Um, Humboldt's there, they've got, they've got some good athletes as well. So yeah, there's some great competition there. And, and I think uh, that if we go out there, we've got the balance at every weight. I think that we can definitely contend to win that title. Um, the only, I mean, the good, the bad news is I have to leave that tournament early. The bad news, or the good news is, it's for my daughter's college graduation. So um, I, I might be sitting in the graduation ceremony with my phone uh, on track wrestling at my side, so my wife didn't see it. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to that tournament on Saturday. I think we got a great shot at it. We won it two years ago, I think. I think we can do it again. Well, certainly a good reason to have to leave early. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'd well, get in trouble if I didn't. Yeah, I hear that. I know how that goes. Well, uh, Kel Vandermark and Lucas Brule will both be seeking uh, their second straight titles on Saturday, and Lucas was actually the most outstanding wrestler at last year's tournament. Now, now his dad, Brad, of course, is a former uh, star up there at Fort Dodge. He's one of your assistant coaches. So, so do you think Lucas and Isaac get a little more pumped up to wrestle up there? I think so. We talked about today at the end of practice how, uh, you know, the Don Miller invite, and Don Miller was one of Coach Brule's uh, high school coaches, and uh, we talked about how uh, Brad and the Brule boys are extra motivated to go up there and, and perform at a high level and, and walk out of there with the, the, the tournament championship. Um, and, uh, you know, that I'm sure give Brad some bragging rights with his buddies and old teammates up there in Fort Dodge. So uh, they're all excited to get up there and go. We all are. We're, we're just looking forward to the competition. 
Well, your team will close out the December uh, portion of your schedule on the 21st by hosting a double dual meet against uh, Valley and Council Bluffs Lewis Central. Uh, you'll then have a full two weeks off before you travel to Johnston on January 4th. I just wanted to ask you a little bit about you know what you guys do over the Christmas break. You know, do you guys do you give the, the guys a day or two off, or do you guys pretty much practice every day? No, we get rough, wrestling is a it's a physically demanding sport, and you know you, if you're doing it right, you can't leave practice every day without some pain some sore spots, some, you know, some nagging uh, issues that you just need to relax. So we'll take four days off for sure, you know, over Christmas, the, the Christmas holiday, maybe five, depending on uh, where we're at after we wrestle against Valley and uh, Lewis Central. Um, give them some time to just recover, relax, uh, take a break. Um, I'm not, yeah, we don't, it, it's a, we get beat up and it's good to have some recovery time. Well, obviously, with some guys, though, depending on what weight they wrestle at, I'm sure some of them have to watch their weight over the holidays. Is that something you have to monitor pretty closely? You know, we, we preach every day about managing our weight. We don't like to see our athletes, uh, you know, go up and down and up and down. Those peaks and valleys uh, really wear you out over the season, and it's a long season, and it gets way longer if you're doing that. So, yeah. We do, um, we talk about, you know, what's good for you, what's bad for you over the holiday. It's, you know, Christmas and Thanksgiving are food-centered holidays, and it's during wrestling season for both. So, you know, what's healthy, what's not healthy. And it's okay to, you know, indulge a little bit, have a slice of pie or, or something like that. Just don't eat the whole pie. Sure. Uh, so we talk a lot about eating right and uh, doing things the right way, but we don't. We don't have a lot of guys that are cutting a tremendous or, you know, trying to drop down a lot. Mm -hmm. But uh, we do have guys that, that need to manage it and do it the right way. And, and they, for the most part, do a good job. Again, I mentioned that uh, the younger DeBolt didn't make weight, uh, a freshman. So, yeah, he's learning. And uh, he's actually changed weight classes now. He's moved up to 144 instead of 138. So uh, I think that'll make it better for everybody. Well, Rick, we already talked about some of the conference dual meets that you'll have later in the season. Let's just touch on a couple of other meets. Uh, your team will compete in the Ed Winger Invitational on January 20th at Urbandale, and that's always a prestigious meet. And I assume that the Waverly Shell Rock will be there again. If so, you know, that could be an opportunity for Lucas to meet Boz Diaz, and that would be a one versus two matchup at 150. You know, that, that'd be a match that people would be excited about, I think. Yeah, that'll be the third time they see each other. Um, and, uh, uh, you know, uh, he's a talented kid. Obviously, he's a state champ. We lost to him in overtime in, in the semifinals. Um, so, yeah, I'm sure Lucas is going to be uh, pretty excited about that opportunity to get get another shot at, at Baz and, you know, seeing uh, what, how we've improved and what we can do. And uh, I confidence, a lot of confidence in Lucas. He's a great athlete and, uh, you know, uh, just a hard-working kid with a lot of natural talent. So I think he'll get the job done. Is that a match that he can start preparing for, you know, even this far in advance, or is that just too far away? Um, I mean, you know, we, we put that on the radar as something we want to do, but we don't spend a lot of time, like, looking at what the other athlete does mm -hmm. and, and how what we can do about that. We just we just want to focus on what we can do better, you know, and so we, we won't, you know, a few days beforehand we might watch a little film to see if an athlete that we're going to wrestle against maybe has a pattern, you know, that they might, this, how they set up their shots, you know, their single leg is coming when they do this, or, you know, they're on top, they're going to, what breakdown they're going to go for off the whistle and that sort of thing. But 
for the most part, we don't, we don't really focus on what the other kid does. We just worry about what we do. All right, and the state uh, qualifying dual meet uh, will be held on January 30th, but the state duels will be held uh, later that week in Coralville. You know, last year you guys made it to the state duels before finishing in eighth place. And I'm sure your goal this year is to, you know, to not only get there, but to do some damage once you do, right? Yeah, yeah, it was great to get there. We had, uh, had to beat Carlisle to qualify, and that was a, a, a super exciting uh, dual meet in the regional duels, and you know we got through on criteria. And uh, then we, we didn't really perform as well as very well at state duels and uh, you know it, it'd be great to get back there again and uh, you know obviously have a much higher goal of, of trying to win a state duel team title and uh, again I think if we're healthy and, and everyone's where they need to be I, I think we're as good a shot as anybody. You guys will then compete in the district tournament on February 10th at Cedar Rapids Prairie. Now, what did you think of your district draw? Are you surprised that you guys have to travel as far as you do? Yeah, it's a little bit, I mean, I don't know, I can't think of a time when we've had to go that far. Um, and, you know, it's it, it's not terrible, you know, an hour and a half, I guess, mm -hmm. about that. Um, but I like the draw. I like the fact that at, the, at Keith Young in Cedar Falls, we saw a couple of the teams that will be there that we, I don't think, see the rest of the year. Uh, so it was good to, to get some head-to-head -head matches with them, but I, I think we got a great opportunity to get, uh, you know, people ask me, and I say it all the time, people ask me, you know, who's going to make the state? And I tell them, but, well, our coaching staff works to make sure they all make it to state. We're, we're not really focused on this kid or that kid. We want to get all 14. We came pretty close last year. We got 12 mm -hmm. out of the 14. So, uh, yeah, the goal is uh, to go to Cedar Rapids Prairie get all 14 guys through and then do the damage in the state tournament. Well, yeah, last year you ended up having three place winners at the state tournament and you placed 12th overall. And I know you tell me every year that your goal is to get the, not just 14 qualifiers, but 14 state champs. Right. So I want to ask you what your goal is. But, you know, I did want to get your early thoughts on the team race. Uh, Waverly Shellrock is the defending champ, uh, but they're currently ranked fifth. Uh, Bettendorf and Sally's Poker are currently the one and two teams, you know, in the rankings. So, so who do you think is going to be the team to beat come February? Us. Yeah. 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 Well, if you get 14 champs, then you would be. <laughs> yeah, for sure. For sure. Yeah. But I just, I, I, I'm excited about this team. And I think, uh, you know, we get the pieces all in place and, and go out and score more points than... I don't see why not. Yeah. yeah. You probably can't think too much about the other teams because you can't really control what they do anyway, right? Right. <laughs> right. And like I said, it's a long season. So, you know, hopefully... You know, I want every kid from every team to be healthy and be able to go out there and compete. But, you know, by the time late January, early February rolls around, lineups for everybody are always, there's always somebody out, somebody in, you know, somebody back, somebody. So what? we just, we're just going to worry about ourselves and, and go get the job done. All right, Jay. Well, thanks a lot for coming in. I appreciate it. You bet. Thanks for having me, Dan. You bet. All right, well, my other guest tonight is a senior wrestler for the Jaguars, and he is currently ranked ninth at 120 pounds in Class 3A with an 11-0 record. He is Cody Vandermark. Cody, thanks for joining me. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Thanks for having me. Hey, you bet. Well, congratulations on a great season thus far. You know, have you been happy with the way that you've wrestled? There's always room for improvement, but I've, I've been doing good. I like how I came back from my injury, and like Ross said, you can see the silver lining. My hand fighting is looking good. And I'm getting in my shots, so I feel good about how I'm wrestling. What do you think has been the highlight for you thus far? Um, I think my highlight is, is my hand fighting, and I can shoot lefty now since my messed up my knee. Was there any one particular match that you know sticks out in your mind that you've that you've had thus far that maybe was the highlight? 
I had one match for Cedar Rapids. Cedar Falls. Cedar Falls. Cedar Falls, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was my best match. It was two to three. Oh, okay. Closest match. Well, I think you have pins in eight of your 11 wins this year. You know, are you pretty much looking to get a fall every time you step on the mat, or is that just something that kind of happens naturally? If it's there, I'll take it. Uh-huh. Yeah, well, what wrestler doesn't want to get a pin, right? Well, at, at the Keith Young Invitational that you, that you mentioned there, uh, you pinned uh, Matthew Williams of North Scott in the finals. Now, you had pinned him in one minute, seven seconds in a second-round consolation match at last year's state tournament. So, so do you have a pretty good idea of how to wrestle him when you saw him again up there at Cedar Falls? Um, I wasn't really paying attention to that. I uh-huh. just went out and him like I wrestled everybody else. Did you even remember that you wrestled him last year? <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe that's a good uh, good attitude to have. So, well, well, how would you assess your team's performance thus far? Do you feel like you guys are making some pretty good progress? Well, there's some injuries right now. We're still trying to fill up some spots, but after we fill up the spots, we'll be a good team for sure. Well, we talked about your upcoming schedule. Uh, you guys will host Dowling on Thursday, and then you'll go to Fort Dodge for the tournament on Saturday. Uh, you placed third at 113 at last year's tournament. And one of the wrestlers that you could see at the tournament is second-ranked Drew Ayala of Fort Dodge. Now, have you ever wrestled him before, and are you looking forward to possibly seeing him on Saturday? Yeah, I'm really looking forward to facing Drew Ayala. He's going to be a good challenge, but I think he can beat him. Now, have you wrestled him before, though? Yes. Yeah, he's pretty tough, huh? <laughs> what makes him so tough? Well, he's just an experienced wrestler. You know, he knows... He knows how to <clears throat> he knows how to hand fight really good. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. But I know how to hand fight better. Well, as a senior, are you trying to be more of a leader for the team this year? And if so, how? Yeah, I've been. So we do a thing where we try to just help the juniors be more leaders, mm-hmm. more of a leader on the team. So I've been just trying to help out with that more. Well, of course, uh, one of the younger guys on the team is your brother, Kale, who's also off to a good start. Uh, he's a sophomore, and he's ranked third at 113 with an 11-1 and record. Uh, his only loss came to number two, Tyler Harper of Norwalk, in the finals up there at Cedar Falls. Now, are you and Kale pretty competitive with each other, and do you guys drill against each other much in practice? Yeah, we're competitive everywhere. It's just not on the map. <laughs> it's everywhere. Just everywhere, huh? Like, do you guys like play video games against each other and stuff? Yep, competitive video games, everything. Well, do you think you and Kale have similar wrestling styles, or are there some differences in the way that you guys like to wrestle? Our styles are pretty similar. Yeah. Uh-huh. How, how would you describe your styles? He's, he's faster, and he's more skilled than I would say. Well, Cody, last year you posted a 41-13 and 13 record, and you were state qualifier at 113. Uh, you had three falls at the state tournament, uh, but you did come up one win shy of becoming a place winner. You know, did you learn some things, though, about, about wrestling at state that could help you, when, you know, if you get back there this year? Yeah, I learned that. It's not really... As big as I think it is, it's just a couple matches. You just wrestle your best, and you'll play so what you deserve. Well, you lost in the blood round last year to uh, Truman Folkers of Ankeny, who went on to earn a sixth-place finish. Uh, now, Truman has moved up to 126 this year, and he told me for this week's uh, Prep of the Week feature that he liked moving up to 126 because he doesn't have to be constantly cutting weight. Now, are you pretty comfortable at the 120-pound uh, spot? Do you have to cut much weight at all? I, I think I'm at a good spot. I don't really cut weight. I manage weight. Well, that's the way to do it. Well, I assume your goal for this season then is to get back to state and become a place winner this time. Do you think that'd be a nice way to close out your career? Yeah. Yeah? I, I know I'll be up there. Well, I wanted to ask you about a couple of the other top guys at your weight. Uh, Jake Knight of Bettendorf is ranked number one, and Carter Pearson of Southeast Polk is number three. Now, I know you could see uh, Pearson in the dual meet in January, but have you ever wrestled either of those guys before? I haven't wrestled Jake Knight yet. Mm-hmm. I wrestled Pearson quite a bit since, like, first grade. I'm sure you'd like to get a shot at Knight at some point, huh? Yeah. Well, who do you consider the guy to beat at your weight? Do you think it's Knight? Everybody above me. Everybody above you, huh? Well, as far as your team goes, what do you think you guys can accomplish this season? Do you think you guys could be like a top 10 or top 5 team at the state tournament? 
for sure. Yeah, we have a really good team, and if we fill up our spots that we're lacking, then we'll be up there for sure. Well, Cody, before I let you go, I just wanted to ask you about uh, your future plans. Are you looking to wrestle in college? And if so, have you looked at any schools yet? Yeah, I plan to wrestle in college. I'm looking around right now. Um, the Central, I went up and visited Central College. Mm -hmm. So far. You got you got time to figure out what you want to do, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, hey, Cody, thanks a lot for coming in. I appreciate it, and good luck the rest of the season. Yeah, thank you. You bet. All right, you've been listening to the Yankee Fanatic Whippy Podcast, sponsored by Coldwell Banker Mid America. At Coldwell Banker, you're not one of many clients; you're our most important client. We listen to your needs to develop long-lasting relationships and provide the best services, professional support, and resources in the industry. We're constantly exploring new and innovative ways to elevate your experience and exceed your expectations. Our network of resources allows us to be the number one Coldwell Banker franchise affiliate in Iowa, guiding you home over 30 years. Well, I want to thank my guests again for coming in tonight. We had Anthony Centennial wrestling coach Jay Groth and senior Cody Vandermark. I appreciate the time from both of those guys. And uh, looking ahead to next week, I think we're going to be recording uh, the podcast on Monday to preview the big uh, Jayhawk uh, basketball games on Tuesday night over there at Centennial. I think we've got a couple of uh, juicy matchups coming up uh, that night based on how those teams have been playing uh, thus far. I'm really looking forward to it. Of course, uh, last night, uh, both Anthony uh, point guard Carson Johnson and Centennial guard uh, Luke Winkle uh, set new career highs as uh, Carson had 40 points and a win over Waukee Northwest. And uh, Winkle had 32 points and a win over at Johnston, and I was over there uh, for that game. So that's going to be a great matchup, I think. So we'll have, uh, I think we're going to have Luke on the podcast along with uh, one of the Hawks, and we'll also try to get uh, a representative from each of the girls' teams uh, to preview uh, both of those games. So come back uh, next week for another edition of the Yankee Fanatic Weekly Podcast.